0: I want to start by sharing a story I read some time ago. It's about an experiment trying to see whether words are effective or affective on things or on people or on situations or on circumstances. So this man planted two uh, similar seeds, maybe corn or pea. And then these seeds grew, they became little plants, blossoming beautifully. And then each day he would go to one of the plants, and then he would say to the plants, you are a good plant. You are a beautiful plant. You are a prosperous plant. You are so lovely, so wonderful. You're great. I love you. And then he would go to the other plant. He would say, you are a bad plant. You are ugly. You are good for nothing. You won't do well. You are just bad. I hate you. So he did this for several days. This is a true story. And after several days, the plant that he was, you know, loving and speaking kindly and favorably and, you know, blessing, that plant did very well, grew so beautifully. And the other plant that he was hating and cursing and speaking, you know, harshly to, that plant just looked shriveled, you know, sickly. Didn't do well at all. This experiment about words reminds us of the gospel reading, how God, through His Word, brought into being His Son, Jesus Christ. We just celebrated Christmas, the birth of Christ, our salvation. So this morning, I want to quickly talk about words in two ways. I want to call it the principle of creation, the principle of creation. And I want to apply it to our salvation and to faith. Now we read in the gospel that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And then we also read that all things were made by him, the Word. And without him, nothing existed which was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Still referring to the Word. So, in the Word was life. All right. So. And then in verse 12, it tells us that as many as received him, he gave the power to become the children of God. As many as received him, the word, referring to Christ, the Son of God. I want you to um, be patient and understand what I'm trying to say. As many as received him, he gave them power to become children of God, and he tells us these children of God, these people, were not born of blood; they were not born of the flesh or of physical from physical body, and they were not born of the will of man. So they were not. Nobody made them what they become. So he's not referring to physical realities, no. He's referring to spiritual realities which cannot be seen with the physical eyes. So among human beings, there are those who have been made into children of God. And there are those who are still waiting to be made into children of God. At least that's my understanding. So how do we become children of God? Yes, by baptism of water. Yes. But of course, water, we know, is a symbol. What actually make us or make us children of God is the Word, Him, Christ. As many as received Him. Now today we don't see Christ, he's not here, neither can you find him in Jerusalem, he's not there, he's in heaven. So how can you receive a person who is not here? So you see we receive him by faith through the word because he is the word, the living word and what is that word? The word of the gospel which we preach. Paul in Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. So you see, we are saved by the power of the gospel. The gospel is the preaching of Jesus Christ, of the Word. So as we hear the Word, as we hear the gospel, Jesus comes to us through the Spirit of the Word and enters our ears, our minds, and our heart. And as many of us that receive the Word, that believe the Word, There is power released in our heart, or if you like, in our soul, or in our being, what makes us us, not our physical body, no, our being, what makes us us. There is power released in us, and that power transforms us from the inside into children of God, sons and daughters of God. It happens on the inside and Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 if any man of course any woman too be in Christ he is or she is a new creation a new creature a new being a new species he transcends he or she transcends over and beyond an ordinary, normal, natural, human person. He or she becomes divine in a word, in a sense, because he or she becomes transformed into a child of God. If God is divine, his child, logically, should be divine, right? I'm not saying should be God, but should have the nature of God, divinity, or if you like, should have the nature of righteousness righteousness and that's what Isaiah prophesied in the passage we've read say God will cause righteousness to spring forth from the earth so through Jesus Christ God is causing righteousness to spring forth in us God is clothing us with his robe of righteousness God is making us righteous God is making us ready for his kingdom his coming kingdom. So you and I who have received the word, we have received power through the Spirit in our inside and we have been transformed from the inside to become sons and daughters of God. And that is why we are different. The way we live our lives. We live righteously. We don't live like the world or like the sinful world. No, we live like the kingdom of heaven the righteous ones that's how we live through the grace of God then finally I want to apply this principle of creation to faith so you see as children of God there is a principle of living which we follow it is the same principle Jesus followed the same principle the prophets followed the same principle the righteous people of old followed. Is the same and is called the principle of faith. In Hebrews 11 verse 3 it tells us that through faith we understand that the world was framed, was framed by the Word of God. The universe, the entire world was framed, brought together, brought to being, fixed, created by the Word of God, by the Word of God, and that things which are visible were made out of things which are invisible. Things created were created from things uncreated. Forgive me if it's confusing. So what I'm saying is there is a principle of faith, and Paul puts it this way in in the book of Corinthians. He says, as it is written, I believe therefore I have spoken. We also believe therefore we speak. So the principle of faith is based on speaking. Speaking words into reality. Alright? Romans chapter 10 verse 10 says with the heart you believe to become righteous and with the mouth You confess, you speak to be saved. So as children of God, we live, so to say, by a principle of faith which is speaking the word of God. Let me me show you how. For instance, when we read the newspapers, when we listen to the news on television, and they tell us the cases of coronavirus is spiking, it's rising high. Tennessee is the highest in the whole of the world. Oh, it's a death zone. Everyone is going to get it. Out of 100, out of 50, you must be sure you have one person infected. When you go to the shopping mall, when you go to the office, you, you must be sure to come in contact. You know, they say all of those things. Those are facts. But as Christians, as children of God, those with the divine nature, those with righteousness, those with the Spirit, we don't allow such news to make us depressed, to make us afraid, to make us shrink and go into our shell. No. Of course, we take precautions, but we speak words. We speak words to counter the words that is coming from the world, from the media, from the coronavirus. It's real, but our own words are real, more real, and more superior. So we speak the words of faith. What is the word of faith? I believe, therefore have I spoken. So we speak the word of God. We say things like, in the name of Jesus Christ, God will keep me. In the name of Jesus Christ, God will defend me. In the name of of Jesus Christ, God will cover me. In the name of Jesus Christ, God will lead me. He will guide me. He will direct my ways and my paths. Even if I come in contact with an infected person, God will shield me. Even if I come in contact with the virus, God will shield me. Now, this is speaking. Remember the story I told you? The man who spoke to the seed, to the plant, and the result he got? So when we speak positive words, when we speak words of faith, when we put our faith in the Word of God and in the power of God to protect us, to defend us, to shield us, to guide us, to hide us, to make His promise of protection real to us, when we keep on saying it, even when we hear negative words, we're not denying the fact that it's there, it's dangerous, No, but we are speaking the principle, the word of faith. We are putting our trust in God, in His word. Remember, it is the word that created the world. And that same word is still active. It's still active and it's in you. Paul Paul puts it this way. So what sayeth it or what do you say? The word is near you. Even in your heart and in your mouth, the word of faith which we preach. And Jesus, to end it, Jesus puts it this way. Have faith in God. What, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. Then he says, if you can say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that what you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. Now, that is the principle of faith or the principle of creation. You speak your reality into existence. What reality do you want for yourself? Do you want to be saved? from the coronavirus, protected from depression, from sickness, disease? Do you want to be free from something that is affecting you negatively? You can start by speaking your reality, saying what you want, saying what you desire, saying how you want your life to look like, saying how you want the circumstances to look like. This is not just possibility thinking. No, it's the principle of God. Of creating your reality. Of course, God is righteous. So if you say what is wrong, God won't back it up. So I can't say, for instance, I claim that lady to be my wife when I have my wife there. It won't work because God doesn't approve of adultery, right? And I can't say I claim all the money in the Bank of America, for instance. It won't work because God doesn't approve of stealing. Okay? So I'm not talking about the negative, but I'm talking about when You speak of good things, godly things, ethical things, legitimate things, and you say them, you create them. They happen when you believe them. They may not happen immediately, but I bet you they will surely happen. In the next day, next week, next month, next year, it will come to pass. If you hold on to it, I'm telling you, your life will change, your body will change. Believe me, your business will change. Believe me, your family will change. Believe me, your church will change. Your community will change. Even the nation will change if you keep speaking positive words. Your reality, what you want to see, the good things you want to see, when you keep saying them, in the name of Christ, they will come to pass. Amen.